0: Hey everybody, welcome back to The Nishing Compass. I am Allegra Stein. And today I am bringing you a conversation with Carrie Howe of yourcampcounselor.com. Carrie is an amazing coach. She was a participant in The Nishing Compass, which is gonna be the flagship course of the upcoming Misfit to Maverick community membership space for coaches. And I simply love how she has embraced her strengths. She's honoring her values. And what I think you'll find most interesting is how she describes moving from having an idea for a coaching offer to putting it into action, learning through doing, experimenting, and really taking the steps considering pricing and how she was gonna invite people and filling those beta spots so that she could really learn through doing. And now she just has this incredible idea camp offer that is out there in the world and really helping people take action on their big dreams. So I think you're gonna find the conversation relevant, actionable, it's gonna give you some ideas, and I'm so excited to introduce you to Carrie Howe.
1: Hello, hello.
0: <gasps> hello, Carrie. <laughs> hi, hi, Legra. <laughs> thanks so much for being on the Niche and Compass podcast with me today. Oh, thanks for having me. Of course. I, um, so I've shared a little bit about you in the official introduction, but now that you're here, why don't you share with our dear listeners a little bit just about you and kind of your, 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 your coaching picture. My coaching picture.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah so, who I am? Um, I kind of, I kind of think of it as my journey started in the corporate world, and so mm-hmm. I, I've been in, um, in the corporate world in a learning and development function for about eleven years, and so I've been leading kind of training programs for um, individuals in, in a few different companies, working with managers, working with leaders, and organizations, and kind of a corporate HR capacity. And Mm -hmm. I've been a coach in all of those spaces. You know, I've I've coached managers, I've been coaching managers for over a decade on how to think through what they want for their teams and how to think through what they want for their projects and their, their goals. And then um, most recently, really just this last year, I've started to step kind of outside of that space and build myself as a coach, um, on my own and kind of outside of that corporate identity, working with individuals, um, one-on-one.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to share in the show notes and I'll share at the end,
1: but just like put it out there in the beginning. It's
0: where, where can people learn more about what you're up to right now?
1: Yeah. People can find me, um, probably the most active place would be, well, two places would be either Instagram, um, your camp counselor, or they can go check out my website, yourcampcounselor.com. And I have a blog there um, and different things about who I am and some of the program offerings that I have.
0: I love that. It's such like a, a good example and I of shining your light and just having a space. And for those of you listening, like have a space where you can just consistently be sharing your point of view and the things you're working on. Um, because like Carrie's sharing, you know, you can now go and read about her and her perspective and the work that she's doing. And I just, just think it's so valuable to have those resources just kind of ready to go. Um, and I love that you mentioned, you know, you're camp counselor and I want to, I want to come back to that theme, but I also just kind of want to zoom out a little bit um, and kind of connect with some of the things that you experienced in the Nishing Compass. Cause Carrie was in cohort three of the Nishing Compass And one of the questions that I just love to explore is like, so what are, what are the strengths that you bring into your coaching and what values right now are most important to you in the work you're doing?
1: Yeah, I think, um, the niching compass really actually those two things are really, I don't know, it's like (laughs) tools, isn't the right word, like nuggets that I have Mm -hmm. have in my pocket that I get to take everywhere with me. I get to take into just my day-to-day life. I get to take into right now, what's still my kind of nine to five job in the corporate HR space and in my coaching work. So I kind of think of them translating across all of those, but um, obviously specifically with coaching. So um, my, I'd say like three strengths that come to mind for me that I take into my coaching work. Um, So futuristic is my dreamer, my what if, what's possible, what could we do, what could we do out there in the future. And I know we'll probably get into maybe some stuff with some of the specific work I'm doing, but I love, I love using that strength to help people think about what they want, um, and what, you know, could happen in their future and really, I I mean, I love daydreaming and to also to, like to <laughs> walk away from the niching compass being like, that's not a bad thing. It's actually an amazing strength you have yep. to, to help people. I love that. And then kind of the two, the two strengths that come alongside that and make it more than quote unquote, just daydreaming is my strategic and my activator. Mm-hmm. So those are my kind of how, how could now we have this dream? How can we kind of think about all the pieces of it? how it all fits together, what would actually what would it actually look like, you know, in kind of structure and reality. And then let's actually go get that. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Um Yeah. yeah so I think about I think about those as the top strengths that show up in my coaching work. And then if I think about my values, some of the top values, I mean <laughs> One of my top values was fun, Uh and I just think – I know maybe you'll get into this, but we we talked a little bit about quirks in the Niching Compass, and I don't know. I just love having fun, and I love kind of being silly, and there's the camp counselor thing that kind of comes into that, and I love just – bringing that energy into my coaching work and making it fun. It doesn't have to be so dang serious. Um, It doesn't have to be so serious. And like your dream doesn't have to be so serious. Like, oh, I want to quit my job and build this thing. Okay, cool. That sounds fun. Like it doesn't have to be so heavy. So I love bringing that value in and kind of, I don't know, anchoring into that value I have. And then I really, um, I'm really motivated by values of like contribution Mm -hmm. and achievement, like getting stuff done and seeing stuff live out in the world. And so I bring that into my coaching work um, by actually creating what I right now I'm calling further idea and actually bringing seeing what it could look like and then getting them in action to actually be able to start to go and hit milestones
0: yeah. um, for their work. Did, so, Did you say you're creating a blueprint for people? It just blipped out right in that word. Oh yeah. A blueprint. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Blueprint.
1: That's the name I have for it right now. i want to call it something else though.
0: Well, okay. and I think that's, um, you know, I just have to reflect back how comfortable you are just using and sharing the language to describe yourself. And mm-hmm. I think again, for, for the coaches who are listening, I think it's so important as, as coaches to be able to describe who we are in our coaching simply as like who we are, like the natural gifts we bring into it. So often coaches will talk about like who they want to help or like what kind of offer they have. And I just love that. You know, when I ask you, you know, what are your strengths and your values? You're just, you you were very easily able to drop into that place. And it's because you we're willing to marinate in and, and kind of soak up what you learned through, you know, your strengths assessment and the values work we did. So it's, I just, it sounds amazing. <laughs> i like anybody listening who has a big, big idea. I'm just thinking, yeah, this is the person you need to be talking to. <laughs> and I, I've experienced your coaching firsthand because there have been times in the past where you have helped me and brought your gifts into my work. And it's, you'd, what you describe is exactly it. Just that ability to look ahead, but then not just like have the vision, but then plan it and figure out what the steps are and getting started. But always with this spirit of fun. And that brings brings us to kind of this next step in the conversation around, you know, well, one of the things we talk about in the program is incorporating your interests. And you've always had this really cool interest in camp. And I would love for you to just share how that you really embrace that and let that shine and show up and be kind of this, this really creative theme around your coaching.
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm just, I'm just like a summer camp uh lover and I don't I don't quite understand why but I just am I, I just I'm not even trying to question it anymore. No. Um, I mean I grew, I grew up going to camp. I was a camp counselor in college. I actually created um this really awesome company retreat for the current company that I work for mm-hmm. that was a summer camp for the entire company. We did it for 2 years and I've just I what I love about camp that I've brought into my coaching work is what I, my experience as a camper and as a counselor was it was this like separate place that you got to go and like be and do whatever you wanted you got to be silly if you wanted to you got to like make new friends you got to like um perform in the talent show and you know be this kind of rock star for a day and there was just there's just possibility at camp and so how I brought that into my coaching work is one of part of that's just like energetically and who I am and that goes back to the like fun and futuristic and all that and that's like, I'm your camp counselor. Like yes, I, 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 I am this like uh, person and holding space for you to dream and kind of be whoever you want to be and think that it's really possible. And I also think that there's something really sad that happens at the end of camp, which is you leave and we all have that like camp high. And um, so it's also like in my coaching work, how can I be? a space for you not just in maybe concentrated sessions we do together but in this idea of like I'm your coach in your pocket as you go out into the real world or I guess it's camp counselor in your pocket like (laughs) and you can access me anytime when you like miss camp and you and you're maybe losing that belief a little bit or you're a little bit stuck and so um I could just imagine if when I was a when I was a kiddo and I was going to summer camp I could think of some of my favorite camp counselors and imagine if I could like you know, call them up and be like, I'm sad. Like, I, you know, I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fun to like use that as the frame for how I'm thinking thinking about my work.
0: It's so good. (laughs) The more you talk, the more I'm just like, this is the best. It just sounds so great. So let's, okay. So let's, one of the reasons aside from just wanting to introduce you and your work to, to the world in this way, um, I, I really wanted to highlight to this experience and you Moving from idea to action to creation, like creating a coaching project and bringing it to life, and all of the different steps along the way, because it's just such a a beautiful case study of what is possible when you are willing to try something and experiment. Like that's one of the the values and the spirit that I bring into my work. is like let's give something a shot, let's experiment, let's try it. Let's pilot, pilot an idea and just see what works because no amount of thinking or planning or imagining what a coaching experience is going to be like will, um, is, is more valuable than actually getting into action and trying it. And you really embody that over the past few months. And so I just wanted to, um, kind of go through that with you so that the coaches who are listening can hear just what's possible when you move from idea into action. So Your core offering right now is called Idea Camp. Yes. And I kind of want to go back in time a little bit. I feel like I remember the moment, but do you remember when just the idea of Idea Camp came to mind?
1: Well, I mean, camp has always been on my mind, but the idea of Idea Camp, I think it was in, I don't remember, you probably remember the timing better than I do, but it was in one of our calls. Yep. And this values work had been done. The strengths work had been done. I knew that I was interested in people that had a vision for their life and for, mm-hmm. the, for the world, something that they wanted to do. But they needed, I was like, well, what if they just had this space? And then I just somehow camp came back up. And I was like, well, what if it was just like an idea camp that they went to? Right. <laughs> and I just kind of said it out loud. And then I was like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> right. And I think all of us were like, yep, that's it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the offer to like design idea camp. Mm-hmm. okay so did you know right then like what the structure was gonna be
1: or oh no no no. okay so it's all. just like
0: a amorphous kind of concept concept all right cool and so then what like how did it move because I think a lot of people have these concepts like oh this would be really cool and do you remember kind of it taking shape what the next, let's say, iteration or evolution of the idea was?
1: Yeah, I think the next thing was like, who is this for? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's probably a few different conversations around that, you know, who's it for? Who's it not for? Um, I asked some folks in my network about big ideas they had. And I saw my reaction to their response. And there was, I can't remember what they were now. But there was one that I was like, Nope, that's not it. Not interested. Yeah, there was there was one that was and now I can't remember what they are, but they but yeah, so I, I asked people about types of ideas to kind of get a sense of who this is for and what would they be bringing into this offering? Awesome.
0: So I, so, so what that was, it's almost like a little mini conversation project mm-hmm. where you, you didn't just keep it to yourself. You started to have conversations with people mm-hmm. and, and used their feedback to kind of reshape and manipulate and in a good way. And, um, and like give dimension to this idea that you had. And I love too, that you reflect that some of the conversations showed you what you didn't want to do, because I think far too often if, you know, we see figuring out what we don't want, maybe isn't that special, but I find it's as important as knowing what we do want. So I just love that you said, yeah, I talked to someone and I was like, nope, that's not it. And that's really, really good information. And then other conversations just, fuel the fire and let you up even more
1: Mm -hmm.
0: okay so you talked to some people you had a conversation you're like okay I have an idea of who it's for and then do you remember when it like I mean I seem to remember saying cool so what would be included like what is idea camp right like what are the nuts and bolts
1: yeah so I had a sense of like it would be a number of in-person sessions and I had a sense just on some like tools in my tool belt of you know how I'd kind of we'd set some goals and we'd like talk about planning I had I had a very very loose sense of that and then I knew that I wanted to be around as like this coach in your pocket for some Mm -hmm. amount of time after these initial kind of idea camp sessions so I knew that I knew that and that's I had that you know written in like a google doc and I had a sense of it um and then do you want me to tell you what happened next? Of course. That's <laughs> and, where yeah, I am. I'm like, and know
0: well, what, what happened and then what happened after I think it's great. Cause it's just such a good snapshot like, along the way of how this took shape. So you had the nuts and bolts. Okay. And then what?
1: Yeah. I mean, I had, a, I had a loose sense of it, but if somebody was like, you know, are you, I don't Anyway, I had a sense of it and I was talking, I was talking to somebody and they, um, I got connected to them through my network in a different capacity and I was kind of what I thought was in like a career coaching conversation, but they had this other thing that they kind of really wanted to do in terms of this calling that they had. And I said, you know what? I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm gonna, we had to go. Like it was the end of the call. I was like, I'm going to email you. I have, some, I have an idea. And so what I did is I kind of sat down and I said, I'm experimenting with this coaching offering. I wrote this in an email to this person. I'm experimenting with this coaching offering. I have a sense of it. I think it'd be two sessions for, you know, totally free. Would you want to be my guinea pig? And like test this with me. And I want it to be in the space of this like dream you have for your life that you totally think is impossible, but you, you want to revisit and talk about. So, and then they said, yes.
0: Yeah. I love that. Like, I hope people listen to that again and notice how easeful and like non-stressed and just simple your, your ask of her was, you know, you weren't trying to polish it up and be like, I've got this. You were like, I want to experiment with something and it's going to be fun. And do you want to try it with me? And, Mm -hmm. and it's totally going to be free. Like there's very little risk. Like, do you want to give it a shot? And it really embodied the value you have around, around fun. Mm -hmm. And, and she said, yes. So then, so now you've got someone in, I call so you extended an, an invitation. You asked her if she wanted to be a part of it. She said yes. And now when someone says yes, it's like, okay, do you remember that first kind of time you ran
1: it? Yeah. So I remember her saying yes. And then I remember forcing myself to put it on the calendar in the next, I think it was one or two weeks. Yeah. So, so that I'd have to build something. And I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. So like, I mean, I knew what I was doing, ah! but you know, I didn't know, but I, I forced myself to put it on the calendar to do it. And then I do remember running it and I, I did a little bit of prep work and I'd say, you know, kind of knowing my other strengths that I can kind of use strategic and activator in the moment, mm-hmm. I knew that I needed like a bare minimum to get on that first call with her and run a session and just get a sense of how that first hour went.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and then, okay, well then let's do another session. And now I have a sense of what that would look like. So I kind of really took it a step at a time and didn't over orchestrate it both because I was in experiment mode and also just because, well, yeah, just because it was, yeah, that's because it was the first time I was doing it, so. So good. I call that
0: date-time place.
1: And There's actually an episode back.
0: It's called date-time place, and I call it date-time place and a yes. And you had the yes, and Mm -hmm. then you set a date and time and a place. And I think that is oftentimes the difference between doing something and not doing something, is that when you get a date-time and place and a yes, you have to. Like, there's no... It, it pushes you. It's like becomes the wind at your back. You're like, I guess I got to pull something together, right? I got to create a general structure of what this is going to look like enough to get us in a conversation where we can learn through the doing. And do you know where adaptability is on your list of strengths?
1: Um, I don't, but I think it's low. <laughs> really?
0: That's interesting. The way you I'm... describe your, your willing, like I can kind of on the fly stuff, suggest adaptability, but it's just, just a guess. So, okay. So you, you ran it this first time. Now, did you, did you do it more? Did you, did you, were you able to create some more of these like initial experimental quote unquote Guinea pig kind of opportunities to run it?
1: Yeah. So I created a couple of more um, and one more right, right away immediately because somebody came to mind. So then once I knew I was kind of in experiment mode, yeah. it, it was just like, who do I know that I'm close enough to I I have a sense of they have something to bring into it and um they they'd like give me feedback you know I mm-hmm. have a relationship with them and they'd give me feedback another interesting thing happened around that same time I was talking to my friend about this and she suggested somebody and I I asked a few questions and it wasn't a fit so I was already like saying no to people that weren't a fit and yeah that was really cool. Cause I like knew enough to know that I was like, Nope, that's not the kind of thing I want to experiment on. Yeah. I even just being a couple weeks into it, I already had enough of a sense of what it was to know what it wasn't. Hmm. Yeah. So then I, I did it again with the second, the second person, uh, ran it again. Yeah. So I can imagine
0: someone listening right now saying, how do you find people to do it with you? Like, do you have any general kind of words of wisdom or advice on what it was like sitting there because you're sitting there saying, okay, I've got this thing I want to try, but how do I find someone to do it?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd, I'd say three things. The first thing would be like, there's just this, this is the kind of the woo-woo part of it. But, you know, once you like buy a red car, all you can see is, you know, like red, right. car, red cars everywhere. So it's like right. once, once I knew that I was doing it, I just started to see all the people in my life or people just in the world that like, you know, that I see on social media or whatever that are talking about these ideas that they could bring into idea camp. So there's a little bit of that. Just once you have a sense of it, you'll start to see opportunity for it. And then I think there was being really clear on what it wasn't. So I could kind of start to like, well, no, it's not that, or I'd have people suggest people for me. I could just get to get to the right people faster. Yep. Um, And I think I just, I mean, I just needed to find one person to experiment with really. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, I need to run this 10 times. Like it, I really run it just a couple of times, you know, cause it's based, it's based in my strengths and it's based in what I'm really good at. And so it's not, you know, it's not over, it's not over complicated. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a fuel source behind it anyway. So, yeah. So I think I just thought about my network. I thought about people that I knew network is such, I thought about like my friends, people that yeah. I work with, people yeah. that I know.
0: Yeah. And I remember having those conversations with you. Cause I remember you being in that moment of like, okay, so who do I, who could this be for? Mm-hmm. And I remember just saying, you know, look at all of your emails from the past six months, look at your messages. And you would come back and say like, oh yeah, there's this person. And I would mm-hmm. see the light bulb go off like, oh, actually I could ask this person. And it was again, just a testament to, I think we, I have this theory that we know our next client, yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we know our next client. And if, if it's truly, truly, truly the case that we don't know our next client, we know the person who knows our next client. Yeah. And you really worked through that in that moment of, of just kind of opening up the satellite dish of who could this be a good fit for and who do I maybe already know? Even if it's just like, you know, depending, you know, depending on, de- not depending on how long it's been since you've spoken with them, you know, like who are these people in my circle already? And they would start to come to you and you would come back every week be like, oh yeah, I talked to this person and I have another one scheduled.
1: Mm, yeah, it's great. Right. Yep. Yep. I think I just started sharing it with people too. I just was talking about what I was doing. Yep. Yeah. And then people, people know people.
0: So, okay. So you ran these three kind of initial pilot sessions and then what was the next evolution out of that? Cause now you have, now it's real. Now it's not just this imagined thing. What, what were the results of that, of ac- getting it into action?
1: Yeah. I mean, the results were now I really have a structure that I've run enough times to be like, yep, this is it. So I -hmm. I really have, I had a sense of an offering before I had a concept. Now I have an offering.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh my God. That's great. A sense
1: to a, like, to like a thing. Um, so it went from like, I had an idea of it, a concept of it to I've done it. Um, and I, and I know what's going to be the same every time. And I know where the knobs are going to turn depending on who, who the client is because I actually had kind of three pretty different situations. Um, so, so I have a sense of it. I have an offering. Um, I really know who it's for. Like, I really know who this work is for. And um, you know, now it's something that I'm, I'm sharing with the world and, and people can sign up for it and come to idea camp. And yeah, that's, it's real.
0: (laughs) Are you, are you, um, comfortable sharing a little bit about how the pricing evolved for it? Yeah, totally. You said, you said the first ones were free. Like what was that decision like? And how did that, what's next steps, you know, what were the next steps after that?
1: Yeah. So it was free because I just, for me, the payment was their feedback. So I did, I did, you know, kind of let them know that this wouldn't just be like, come and get the thing. And then I, I need you to give me something, which is feedback. And I asked people to actually like write some of that down and really get a sense of what worked and didn't work. So that was my payment was feedback, um, uh-huh. which I think has a, has a value, but hundred um, percent. Right. So, and so now what I'm doing as kind of, I launched this like idea camp to the world is, um, and by the world, I just mean my world, my people, um, <laughs> <laughs> the entire universe. Um, you know, my, my network and my people is I'm going to, for the next month, um, I'm going to have three slots for like a one-time only price of $100. And you get your two initial idea camp sessions and you get me as your coach in your pocket for the first month of of kind of bringing your dream into the world. Um, and so that I'm doing for $100. And that to me is like a totally introductory price. It's an insane it's a steal.
0: (laughs) Oh, it is. So just to be clear on the details. So that's, um, until three spots are filled or what date?
1: Um, till three spots are filled or till September 15th. Okay. Like a month from today.
0: And just really quick, can you remind us like, who is this a good fit for? And then I want to hear maybe where it'll evolve next, but if someone's listening right now and they're going, wait a minute, I want one of those spots. How would they know if they're the right fit for it?
1: Yeah. Something really cool happened with the experimentation phase too. So for anybody that's listening, that's thinking about doing that for your coaching work is I really, I kept saying, I learned who this was for, I learned who this was for, I started attracting people to experiment that really had like a dream for their life in the sense that they had a contribution that they wanted to do. And actually all of these people really are in the space of like, healing and like Mm. wanting to what i really want to do is i actually really want to build my own practice that's like this really cool integration of like spiritual work and coaching and yoga and like i i started attracting these people that wanted something like bigger for their life and they had this contribution that they had kind of been putting in the space that wasn't a right fit for them yeah so it's like not quite career but it's it's something like that And, and and the thing for all of these people too is that it's the right time. Like they're ready to quote unquote, put their money where their mouth is. So they're like, now is the time. This is the year for me to make it happen. One of the people that I experimented with was like, I'm ready to have this ready to like lock and load by January. Like I'm, they had that already in their mind. So it's people that know what they want to do. They know that they have something, a work that they want to bring into the world and they're ready to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just been kind of in, it's been in like ambiguity space, and they need somebody to put like scaffolding around it and help me make it real because I'm ready. Um, help me understand milestones to get there, and um, yeah, so that's <sighs> that's it. Right. So good, so good. Can't even take it how cool it
0: is. <laughs> um, okay, and so then just kind of to like put the cherry on it, what's your so you have this vision now for this next phase, let's say, of developing the offering? It's an offering, you have the next. Um, these three spots available through the middle of September. And then do you have a sense of what the next evolution of it's going to look like either in terms of structure or pricing, if you feel comfortable sharing it?
1: Yeah. Pricing. I'm, I'm not sure. And the, the thing that I am, I'm thinking about is I'm thinking about the coach in the pocket piece. Yeah. The, the initial idea camp, I have a pretty good sense of, and you kind of go to camp, your idea goes from, you know, concept to possibility to like project plan. And I'm like your master coach around that. And then you can keep me around in your pocket as you go to get an action on it. And right now I'm going to do the offering for one month, but I think there's a world in which somebody says, actually, I want you for three months. Actually, I want you for six months. And so the pricing toggles based on that. Um, So I, I, what I'd love to do is I'd love to do these first three slots. I'd love to do the idea camp sessions, coach in your pocket for a month, and then build out a pricing structure for what it looks like to have me for one month, three months, six months. Yep.
0: Amazing. I've, (laughs) I have said to you a few times, but like, I have to say it here publicly that I feel like those individuals who get to experience this work with you now are like the people who saw Hamilton before (laughs) it was Hamilton, when it was in like, uh, like like the off-off Broadway very first run who look back now and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I saw it when it was, you know, before it became a thing, like that's what this is." And Oh, thanks. It's so awesome. What a, what an honor to be compared
1: <laughs> to Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs>
0: uh, well, I'm, it's just it's such a again, it's the it's such just a wonderful example of what's possible when you're willing to take action on your idea, when you're willing to experiment, when you're okay with the possibility that you might try it and something won't work, but as a result, you'll discover what does work. I love that you're like, yeah, the payment is the feedback. That's just such a grounded place to create from and a way of, of exchanging value that doesn't include necessarily a financial investment, but seeing just how valuable the exchange is, and then evolving from that place. And as a result, like just hearing your confidence in saying like, oh, this is a steal, like knowing that even in these next three spots and at the price that it's at, you're like, oh, this is a total no brainer. The reason you know that, that you have that confidence in it is because you did it.
1: yes, Right. And yes. I think
0: coaches so often, especially when it comes to pricing, try and price it at what it's they want it to be eventually, but then they we talk about it in a different way because we're not, you know, what if we're not sure if it's worth that? But you know it's worth it because you've done it. And right. so it like it 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 reverse engineers that that piece of creating coaching offerings. And it didn't take months or years. Like you ran it three times. Right. <laughs> you ran it three times and that's all it took. Before you were like, oh yeah, this is definitely worth more. And now it, it's just an energetic shift. And I've seen that in other coaches who like run something for the first few spots, you know, in exchange for feedback and understanding and patience and all that stuff. And it doesn't take many times before that switch goes off. And it's like, oh yeah, next time it's going to be this, right? And the price goes up. So, um, And just the way you talk about it is so powerful. I love it.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's, um, there's a couple of things that come up for me. One, which is just like, I really the whole time I've been, uh, not leaning into, but like being fueled by my values. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I have this value of like adventure and, you know, meaningful work. And I just was like, I know that I want to do this and I want to figure it out. And so I'm motivated enough by that. And so I think figuring out what you're motivated by. And then the other thing is, it's like, for it to be valuable it doesn't have to be um like hard or complex like this you know you can really just say these are my superpowers and i'm really awesome at them and people will pay me a lot of money because they have problems that my superpowers solve and right like, it's just this beautiful realization to be like yeah these it's just about finding the space and the people that your strengths can go in and unlock things for people and then yeah of course of course there's a value to it yep yeah uh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. You thank remind you. remind everybody again where they can find you. Yeah, um, your com mm-hmm. or it's just your camp counselor um on Instagram.
0: And if someone wants to grab one of those amazing spots that are available, is there a way to reach you from your website?
1: Yeah, you can uh th- we could set up a call there, but easiest is probably just um send me an email. So it's just <laughs> Carrie uh, at your com.
0: Great. I will share all of those things in the show notes. Thank you. So much for being here and sharing your story. It's been amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, talk soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you again to Carrie Howe of YourCampCounselor.com. All of her information are in the show notes, so find her, perhaps snag one of those next idea camp spots. And if you're looking for support like this, if these kinds of conversations and ideas and this theory around simplifying and taking action on our ideas resonates with you, I hope you'll consider checking out Misfit to Maverick, my upcoming membership community for coaches. That link is also linked in the show notes. You can get on the early bird notification list, perhaps become a founding member. Thanks so much for being here. Talk to you again soon.